I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. So I see a thing that's rated. Heard about a thing that's rated. Person, place, a thing will rank anything from sea to shining sea. That thing is overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Oh, so fair. Not our best. Not our worst either. Just right. Uh, Josh, that's enough. Please cover your hiney. Let's get ready, folks, to go back to the 90s. <laughs> Welcome into another edition of Overrated. Underrated. Or Rated Fairly. And uh, wow, guys, I, I you know, how was your Halloween? Do I really have to cover my hiney? No, no, it's fine. All Probably right. should, just yeah. in case. Ah, well, we're going back to the 90s, so don't be surprised if some green slime falls from the ceiling onto your bare rump. Oh, yeah. Can you handle that, Josh? <laughs> I was born ready. That happens to me every time after I eat certain things. The, the green Nickelodeon slime falls from the sky, falls <laughs> to your ass. Falls from my ass. I think he's talking about soy sauce. <laughs> yes, that is one of the things. Correct. You know, some have said that that's what the Nickelodeon slime was made out of, just di- food-dyed soy sauce. That is unfortunate. <laughs> no, no one's ever said that. <laughs> but you just did. Oh, uh, True. You could be the first. I would I would be willing to bet I am. I would say someone has said it before. It's I would fun. not. Th- isn't it funny to think of those things? Like, if you say something totally ridiculous, there's no way someone else has never said it. Yeah. There's Almost been so no many way. people in the world, you know? Yeah. Bound to have said it. Multi-thousands. <laughs> like, some idiot <laughs> was sitting there and said, I bet that's made out of soy sauce and food coloring. And his friend's like, yeah, man. But that person actually <laughs> thought it plausible for it to be that, even with the consistency of the thickness. That's just that's soy sauce for sure. Well, maybe if they added some molasses too, I could see it there, pal. <laughs> oh boy, we're losing it already, <laughs> folks. Uh, now I'm really excited for today's show. I know that a lot of times when when I'm hosting, I I always seem to take that nostalgic route. I think it's just yes. uh, ingrained in my DNA. But uh, you know, in thinking about it, I I. I Decide that today we're going to go strictly 90s. And I don't want to make it too predictable. I don't want to go to all the things we've mentioned or woven into past shows. We're mm-hmm. going to be doing a truly uh, authentic and new show today, guys. So uh, you ready to do a little time warp here? Go back to about uh, mid-90s? Yeah. Let's I'm, do it. I'm there. I'm all right. buckled up and ready to go. All right. Excellent. So the first uh, segment I have planned for you guys today. It's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been a while. That's not the 90s, Josh. You've never heard that song. (laughs) (laughs) And you're not stealing it either. That's 10 seconds off the mic for you. (laughs) Pull a bottle, bucket of slime down on him. Bottle of soy sauce and food color coming right for you, sir. Boys, we're going to the draft board today. Um, It's been a long time since we've done this. 
But before I show you the choices, I want you to wrap your mind around this. Listeners at home, do the same. Imagine it's the mid-90s, and, mm-hmm. you know, for us, we were, you know, maybe it's a Friday night, and you're getting home from a nice day at a, in your elementary school classroom, maybe some of you a middle school, a high school, maybe some of you just getting home in general, whatever. But try to get yourself back to, you know, it's a nice Friday night, the whole weekend's ahead of you on a on a 90s uh, on a 90s Friday evening. And I'm going to ask you to draft in a minute. We're going to do a snake draft style. Four things mm-hmm. that you can draft to make yourself a quintessential 90s Friday night. Ooh, I already know my You're ready? one. I hope you got it on the list. <laughs> here are your choices. You guys ready for this? Oh, I'm Can't ready. Wait. A lot of choices here, guys. We have Oh, I see it already. (laughs) All right, guys. We have Pogs. We have Home Alone on VHS. (laughs) We have Nickelodeon Gak. A Tamagotchi. Ooh, Tamagotchi. A McDonald's Teeny Beanie Baby Happy Meal toy. (laughs) Space Jam soundtrack on cassette. Ooh, rare. A Discman. A Furby. Oh, no. A Game Boy Color with Pokemon Blue. Gotta catch them all. We have a hemp pullover hoodie. That smells funny. (laughs) It might. We have a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper. Oh, my God. We we have the Buzz Ballad CD collection. Oh, I remember those. We have a free rental coupon to Blockbuster. Oh, wow. We have the Creepy Crawler oven maker if you don't remember what creepy crawlers are those were those things that started as slime and molded into plastic bugs (laughs) we have a pair of boss jeans we have an nwo version of the sting action figure from wcw wow we have a nintendo 64 we have doritos 3d we have butterfinger bb's love it we have a dan marino jersey we have a Lori Beth Denberg autograph. Oh my gosh! And we have a stuffed. I know plush Josh's first we, pick. <laughs> we have a stuffed plush toy of Binya Binya. So, just to totally randomize it, uh, Tim, you're going first, and then we'll go to me and Josh for the snake. Oh, you know. Now remember, folks at home, same thing as you're drafting with us. Your, this is your list. The quintessential 90s Friday night. How are you going to build it? We got four choices here. There are so many choices here, Bob, that I would like to go with. Um, Home Alone on VHS definitely goes out to me, but I'm going to be smart here, and I'm going to get a free rental car to Blockbuster. <laughs> because Why is this a family show? <laughs> because <laughs> I could choose Home Alone on VHS true. with that. Oh. So, Josh, why don't you take Home Alone on VHS? Never. That's a great pick. Uh, you know, I, I, was, I knew the coupon was going to be a hot ticket item. That's easily the 101. Because yeah. you, you always had to rent like a handful of VHSs to get that coupon. Absolutely. You know, it was a, it's a coveted item, you know? Isn't, isn't it kind of horribly how bad videos have aged that like it used to cost you like 15 bucks to rent three movies? Now you can go to Walmart and buy like them in the 350 Ben, like it's not even the five dollar <laughs> bin anymore. You can buy not most even. DVDs for three dollars and fifty cents. Let, let me tell you something, Bob. You've got me going nostalgic here, and I won't take too long because I know we've got a whole draft to get <laughs> through. But every time my mother went away, which was never <laughs> okay, like my mom was always there. I, you know, you always wanted to be around, sweetest woman in the world. So the same. But my father would take me and Dave, my little Lord brother, to. Uh, to go get and uh, rent 
a movie from Blockbuster, and it was one of the best times. My mom and dad would do that occasionally, too. Like, if they were leaving, like, when we got a little older, they're like, all right, we'll get you the two movies tonight, and we'll be back (laughs) in a couple hours. Like, it... It like no offense to my dad, he was a very hard worker, but you know, he, he, this was like his treat that he did with us. You know, he made his popcorn, he he got us um, the movie, and we got to pick it out. And mom was always gone for this, so yeah, definitely got to pick the free rental. That's my one hundred and one. That's a good pick, great pick. Well, shifting over to me now. Um, this is tough. I did write all these options, but I haven't thought about how I'd want to. Uh, you know what? I have thought about this. Lori Beth? No. Nope. <laughs> You're kicking off a Friday night. What better way to get yourself not only a nice toy, but also something to eat? I'm going to pick the McDonald's Teeny Beanie Baby Happy Meal <laughs> option for my first pick. Great, great selection. And I'm going to hope that it's the elephant one. I was going to ask you, Peanut, right? Peanut. Yeah, Peanut was awesome. <laughs> All right, Josh. Now I got a meal, I got a, a toy, I got that's a pretty good two for one deal. Absolutely, yeah. And you might even got a two for one with a free rental. Yeah, I could get whatever I want. Josh, you're I know you got a lot of options, but how are you gonna measure up? <laughs> I'm really disappointed that Blockbuster didn't make it back to me. And I know that was a, the consensus one oh one, but uh Obviously. it was what I was hoping for. I'm I am gonna choose something that I actually turned to on a Friday night <laughs> back in the nineties, which is Game Boy Color with Pokemon Blue. Oh, I thought uh, it was all right. Kirby. I loved that <laughs> game. I played the I played it quite a bit. I still think it's a great game. And the Game Boy Color added a nice little flair yeah, to it. Did. So you you gotta love yeah. that. That's a good pick, Josh. You know what? We've all picked something to keep us entertained so far. You know what's great about Game Boy Color? It there added, was no real color to it. It added color, but not too much. It was a purple hue. It actually was worse than just the regular Game Boy Pocket. <laughs> it didn't overwhelm you, you know. I mean, it technically was a color. It should have just been called Game Boy Hue. Because it was just a hue of the black and white you got regularly. <laughs> Well, Josh, you're up again. Oh, this is really tough. I mean, there's a lot of great things on here. I mean, Lori Beth Denberg <laughs> autograph is... Uh, is you're going to my- pick it. Just pick it. <laughs> <laughs> it's really calling my name. I, I am, knew it would. <laughs> I am going to choose something that complements me playing uh, Pokemon on Game Boy Color, which is Space Jam soundtrack. On that's Christmas. a great, great pick. I'm going to go on record and say that that's the best movie soundtrack that's ever been released. Welcome Excellent movie soundtrack. There's a song. Uh, it's the Monstars theme that has Coolio, Method Man, LL Cool J, and Busta Rhymes. And it, to this day, is one of, in my mind, honestly, I'm not just saying this for the cast, one of the best rap songs that's ever been recorded. It's really good. The combination of those... Oh, and Be Real on the verse. The combination of those rappers in one song is almost unfair how good it is. You love it. I do love it. Everybody loves it. That's the thing yeah. with that soundtrack is everybody yeah. loves almost every song on it. Oh, yeah. 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 I believe I can fly. Well, that, one's, <laughs> that one hasn't aged well, but not because of the song itself. Yeah. But, it no, was I, fine to add it in yep. that soundtrack. <laughs> we digress. <laughs> All right. Well, I've got my Happy Meal, my uh, food now. I'm going to go ahead and pick. Oof. This is hard. You know what? Let's get it done easy. No, you know what? I can't do another food option. You could, Bob. You know what? This isn't something I maybe would have picked as a kid at the time, but just because of how iconic it is and coming from a standpoint of, hey, I've traveled back in time, I'm picking the Buzz Ballad CDs. Oh, wow. You know what? I, 
maybe I'm not having a beer like I am this evening, but I got my my mighty kids meal or my happy meal. I got my surge or my meal. I got my. <laughs> I guess I picked McDonald's, so I got my Sprite with me. That was I got the my dumbest chicken nuggets. thing they did. The mighty kids meal. The only thing they did right was it came with surge. McDonald's did not have surge. Oh, surge, <laughs> man. Surge. I tried to find some for tonight, but I could not find. I wish it. that was on there. Very elusive. Ooh. I sh- why didn't I put it on? But either way, I digress. I'm about to. I have my McDonald's. I'm feeling pumped up. I got a little sugar and some some the MSG in me. I want to hear some closing time and maybe a little bit of Mr. Jones. So throw on the buzz ballads. They're mine. <laughs> Tim, well, second pick. Yeah, you guys are gonna have a real tough time playing these soundtracks without your discman. Well, yeah, <laughs> I might already have one. I got a cassette. The discman way above me. Fair enough. Josh isn't quite there yet. Taking the discman, you know, good you, pick. You always had a collection of CDs to just throw in there. It's yeah. You know what? Pump yourself up for the movie with some sure. discman. Hey, what was your first CD by the way? You remember your first CD you guys ever bought? You want to know? I want to know. My first CD ever was John Denver Greatest Hits. That's a great first CD. What? Yeah, <laughs> that was my first CD that I ever. I just bought had. that CD like a couple years ago for my Colorado car. Rocky Mountain High. Wow. Josh, what was yours? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> was it the Spice World, Josh? No, 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 no. It was. Um, it was an ACDC thing. Hey, that's okay. It, it wasn't bad. It's not It's not John Denver. You know though. why Josh is embarrassed? Because he knows he was a poser. Having <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you, Tim. I, I knew it wasn't good. <laughs> My first one was uh, Chumbawamba's Tub Thumping with, uh, you know, mm. I get knocked out. But my bro- my second CD, and this is all my brother's fault, was the Backstreet Boys' first album because nothing nope, wrong with nope. that. I had that one too. It was fine after a while, and like looking back, it was okay. But I I heard on Casey Kasem walking on the sun, and I was like, "That's Casey by a band Kasem. called Smash Mouth." And my brother's like, "No, I was at I was at my friend Kevin's house. That's the Backstreet Boys." I'm like, "I'm pretty sure Casey Kasem said it was this band called Smash Mouth." He's like, "It's the Backstreet Boys." So I bought that album, and lo and behold. No Walking on the Sun on the Backstreet Boys debut album, folks. But no. So that was actually my third album was Smash Mouth's uh, Fush You Mang featuring Walking on the Sun. All right, I guess it's back to me, and I've been eight. No. I've been a... Uh, oh, no, it's I Snake, right? Pick, All right, right, sorry, Tim. Yeah, number three. Go ahead. So this is the final round, correct? Uh, no, we're going to do four. Gonna four, do four, okay. Well, I you know, I need a snack to go yeah, with do. my Discman and my movie. Uh, I, I got to grab the Doritos 3D. Ah, great great pick. Yeah. Great pick. Uh, a real pain to get on your hands, but a real pleasure licking that stuff off. <laughs> <laughs> Why have they not made these again? They don't care. They they think the cool ranch Doritos took the place of them, I think, and that's just garbage. People, you know, for all the things that have made a comeback that shouldn't have, here's one thing that should have that they just keep toying with us. Mm. Bring it back. Yeah, like they did with Surge. They brought it back. And it's still as good as ever, actually. So good. Caffeine and, and, and tropical flavor is yeah. so good. Yeah. It's, it's really like good. a mix of Sprite and, and Mountain Dew, but with a better taste and a hell of a kick. Love it. I've been <laughs> itching to pick this next one since uh, since the first round. I'm going with the Hemp Pullover Hoodie. My aunt got me one of funny. these. Oh, no, this one smelled fine. <laughs> but... My aunt got me one of these, and I remember wearing it to first grade and second grade, and I'm like, "Why does no one have these? Like, what is this material?" <laughs> you know. But I, the, you know, what? I've got no, my <laughs> no give whatsoever. No, no, no give, no give. I don't know how my mom washed it to be honest. 
Like, does it shrink or does it just com- that's, like compress? That stuff has got to shrink. It's got to. Right? You, you got to hang to dry, I could imagine. Mm. You would think so. You'd you think. Th- you know what? I don't like wind-dried things. I don't oh, like Oh, I love that. them. I, I don't hate, like I when... Think, I think it has a, a weird smell. Oh, no, no. You got to. I even do it to my t-shirt. I hate when something shrinks. Well, sure. I don't like the shrinking, but I'm saying the smell of a wind-dried okay. yeah. thing I don't enjoy. I actually do. It's nice, fresh air. No, I, I, mm. I'm with you, Tim. It doesn't really mix with clothing very well in my opinion. But, you know. Well, Josh, you got the final two of your draft here. Let's see if we can trick you into something <laughs> ridiculous again. <laughs> you know, I got to start off. I, I agree with what Tim said. You got to have a snack, and I would have taken Doritos 3D if they were still here. They're not. I'm, I'm going to go with team. the uh, the Butterfinger BBs. That's a great pick. A great Nice snack to have while I'm playing my Pokemon, listening to my Space Jam. You know, and another thing that why that I just don't know why has not uh, why they have not brought it back. You know, we were talking about Butterfingers last week, I think. Mm-hmm. And as, as you know, I'm not a fan, so I will not I will not say anything. I'm gonna crunch your bag of Doritos 3Ds. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> They're mostly air. And and then you know to have a a backup activity. Just uh, just because I remember these and they were really awesome to make, creepy crawler making of <laughs> great value, great value at a fourth round pick will give you tons of enjoyment for many hours. <laughs> and you could sell the creepy crawlers to your classmates. I, I remember how much fun it was. You know, hard to do though. You needed a parent to put that thing in that oven. Yeah, that burning steel plate. <laughs> that was not a solo job. No, <laughs> you needed no, an adult. Not. You know, folks who are listening every week, our friend Pat Theory comes up on this podcast a lot for some reason. I mean, we, we love First him. guest, maybe. But I remember he had one of those creepy crawler makers, but he had this like premium plate that made Ooh. Power Ranger ones. Oh, and wow. I was what? always so jealous of him. That's amazing. All right. I'm going to go with my last pick here. And uh, you know what? This is, a, this is a value at number four. I've got my, uh, well, I've got my clothing. I've got my music. I got my meal. Now I'm going to settle down and watch Home Alone on VHS, my all-time favorite movie after a delicious meal and some great music and then a nice, uncomfortable hoodie. It's a great 90s night. You know, Home Alone is a very underrated movie in general. I think it's rated fairly, but it's it's rated fairly for a reason, and it is my favorite movie of all time, and I'm saying that in a positive way. I think it's appreciated for being, I'll say, the greatest movie ever made. Yeah. You know what? When I'm done with my movie, I need some N64. I'm going to be playing. Oh. Surprise it lasted this long. I know. Long. Last I pick of the draft. This is this is probably the best team I've ever built on this podcast actually. And, you know, playing some Mario Kart, playing some GoldenEye after the movie. Yeah. Oh. Just for a good beat it. for a good measure, you got a waiver wire pick. What are you taking? If I had a waiver wire pick, Give me the Furby, and you know why? Wow. Boo. Awful. Yeah, bad pick, Tim. You know why, though? You want to creep out your brother's sister. <laughs> <laughs> For real? That's a reason? Yeah. That's a great reason. Josh, your waiver wire pick? You know what it is. It's the one that you put on there to tempt me from Josh the picks start. the Lori Beth Denberg autograph. <laughs> it's the Lori. I loved all that. <laughs> Lori Beth Denberg's vital information for you everyday life. <laughs> Love it. I'm going with the Nickelodeon Gak. Iconic. It is iconic, yeah. yeah. No, no one wants Tamaguchi. Tamagotchi. No, no, you know what? Fine for nostalgia. If I'm having a, a '90s Friday night, I'm not going to be bothered feeding it or cleaning up its turd. No need for the Tamagotchi for one night of nostalgia. 
<laughs> I couldn't even clean up after my own dog, so. <laughs> well, that was it, too. I always had pets as a kid, so the Tamagotchi was fine, but it's just like, this is stupid. It's a computer screen. I have beautiful golden retrievers <laughs> all around me. What do I need this stupid thing for? <laughs> yeah. It's a fake piece of turd. So the, the final teams here are Tim has the uh, the free rental coupon at Blockbuster, oh, yes. a Discman, uh, 3D Doritos, and the N64. Okay, I win. <laughs> like, it's a good on. team. No, no, no. Hang on. Bob's got the uh, McDonald's Teeny Beanie Baby Happy Meal. Excellent. Buzz Ballads, a hemp pullover, and a Home Alone on VHS. That's the one. Solid team. And I have uh, Pokemon Blue on Game Boy Color, uh, the Space Jam on cassette, Butterfinger BBs, and a creepy crawler's ma- making oven. Boys, as I'm reading these, I'm all we are all having. Great I was just evenings. gonna say, I usually love to take this opportunity to just berate your picks, but any of these nights would be something I'd be very, very happy to enjoy. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So I guess we digress to the listener. Please, please let us know what of these. Uh, I'm going to say three fantastic throwback evenings you would most enjoy. Or did we leave something out? Did you really, really want the stuffed plush toy of Binya Binya? And, <laughs> and, you, and you are just irate that we left it on the waiver wire. Don't you get my wife started? <laughs> She's going to smash you in the face with that undrafted trapper keeper by Lisa Frank. <laughs> she should be so lucky. <laughs> we killed Josh. Josh folks. chokes. <laughs> Trapper keeper to the throat. Another one to mention Pogs. Pogs, yeah. Were good. I, pogs were nice. The only thing with Pogs is uh, you need somebody else to play with with them. If I'm going home and having a quiet evening, I, the Pogs are staying up in my room. For the record, I play with Pogs every single podcast, basically. Yeah, you, he basically does. Pogs. He does. If you guys remember the episode where Josh bought the Pokemon cards, for some reason they came with these plastic Pog-like coins. <laughs> And this clicking you hear throughout the whole podcast, just him <laughs> clanking them nervously in his paws. I'm so nervous. It's got a fidget. Well, guys, I think it's that time that we uh, we uh, rev up our appetites because the next segment is yummy, 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 taste test. The taste test. Well, it's not really a taste test today as much of a taste analysis. Now, Ooh, all right. You know, we've had some from the listeners I've heard you guys all enjoy when we do this when we take our evenings to to overanalyze foods <laughs> and drinks. And we've done a great job, I think. I've enjoyed listening back to them and and hearing all this and hearing us talk with our mouths full whatever. But tonight I I've, I've thrown a little <laughs> bit of duds. a Sorry folks. <laughs> that was a rough one. Tonight we're <laughs> that was rough. <laughs> tonight we're going to take a different approach. I'm just going to throw you some random things and I'm going to say is it as, it's kind of overrated, underrated, or fair. Is it as good as you remember? Is it better than you remember? Or is it worse than you remember? So overrated, underrated, or rated And these fairly. are all from the 90s. These bottom. are all treats that I, and maybe you, hopefully you do too, associate with the 90s. Okay. You guys ready? Oh, I'm yeah. born ready. Now, before we begin, well, Very Josh, take us into the, give me a minute of filler here. Well, folks, uh, while, he says to the audience. <laughs> while we're waiting here, I just wanted to take a second to talk about the Anchor app. Uh, it, it's just such a fantastic way to get your podcasts out there. Uh, easy to use, very user-friendly, uh, syncs up with your favorite different platforms on uh, across all different medias. I mean, we use Anchor, we use Spotify, uh, I believe we are on uh, Stitcher, different types of 
listening platforms. So if you are truly a fan of our podcast and listening to podcasts, maybe you're even thinking about starting a podcast of your own. If you're truly not turpid. <laughs> if you're truly not turpid, I strongly encourage that you check out the Anchor app at anchor.fm and uh, d- try it out yourself. It's something where we in the past have used different types of uh, broadcasting software. And I got to tell you, we have never had as much success as uh, when we tried Anchor. So it's a allowed us to to get off, you know, to kind of hit the ground running with this podcast. And, uh, you know, we, we, we're hoping more people get into it. But, you know, what? we've we've had some great feedback and we have a lot of loyal listeners uh, every week. And uh, Anchor's made that possible. Yeah. So mm-hmm. big shout out to Anchor. Yes. All right, boys. So here we go. I'm just going to throw a bunch of random stuff at you. And the first thing on your plates, maybe a little room temperature now. This is the Chef Boyardee beef raviolis. Now, this was a coveted lunch or possibly even dinner option back in the 90s. I know <laughs> I know that anytime my mom would pack me this in a thermos, very rarely, I it was one of the best school days of my life. Uh, every now and then I'll buy it at Walmart for about a buck a can and I'll heat it up. I know it's a little cold now. Try to bear with me. Um... But I want to know from you guys while I sample mine: is it uh, is it as good as you remember it? Is it is it worse or is it better? It's worse than I remember, Bob. It's it. This is an overrated food right here. Um, something with a sauce is just uh, I don't know. There's maybe not enough spice. It just feels like <laughs> like crushed tomatoes or something. Just I think you're supposed to eat the raviolis. Oh, this oh, is yeah. not a tomato soup. Oh, I feel like the raviolis are in tomato soup, and that's the problem. I, I wish it was tomato sauce. Um, I don't know. Uh, uh, overrated for me, Josh. What is up with the beef? <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so, like... It's gritty. It's almost like sandy. I think are you get, a, are you he's, he's, he's always into the texture. <laughs> no, you, you take a bite of that ravioli and tell me that it doesn't... Some of it is very smooth, and other bits are kind of... There's a lot of texture there where okay. I think it's unnecessary. Okay, Mine's extremely mushy. There is a little bit of a texture discrepancy. I, I don't know. I think the uh, it tastes like a typical, how would you expect a canned tomato sauce mm. to be? But I, and, and I actually don't mind the flavor of that tomato sauce, but I'm really off. I, this is overrated by far. I hate it. I mixed the minis and the full size for you guys. Um I hate it, but I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. There is um, yeah, you're right, Josh. Every now and then you do get a little bit of grittiness from the meat uh, randomly, and I do see what you're saying, Tim. Too, there is almost this like uh, you know what I think it is. What do you think? Sorry to interrupt. No, no, go ahead. I think a lot of it is just like meat that's been mushed so fine mushed, and then you get one chunk of meat that hasn't been quite mushed enough. Like, yeah, that's one hundred percent it. Yeah. It's not good. I think it, the sauce almost has a watered-down taste, if I could describe it that way. Or not very well spiced. Yeah. Well, why don't we wash it down with our next uh, item, which is a uh, grape Kool-Aid, uh, Kool-Aid Burst Jammer here. Oh, my now God. This. Formerly, known, <laughs> formerly known as Squeeze-Its, I believe. I didn't even know these existed still, man. <laughs> well, you know now, so tell me. Oh, First of all, taking off the top was uh, incredibly nostalgic. And- Just... You know, there's always like that little bit of juice that gets stuck in that top part. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you know, the, I, the only thing I miss about it is they used to have the faces on the bottle. Remember that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I now remember. it's just as Kool-Aid. So, Tim, as good as you remember, better or worse? 
<laughs> I'm gonna go worse again. Honestly, this is a little oh watered God. down from what I remember. Like I remember this being like the most sugary treat ever, and this is watered <laughs> down. No, it. I'm telling you, it tastes pretty much the same from when I had it in a lunch. It, it's it's just sugar water, man. It's got a little grape flavoring. Tastes a little bit like cough syrup. I love it. <laughs> Here he goes with a grape conspiracy again. <laughs> I'm gonna. Oh, and I actually forgot to rate the other one. I think the beef uh, ravioli was rated fair, and I think this is rated fair. I think it tastes. I think Josh is right. This formula has not changed since the '90s, or at least not that I can tell. <laughs> it's been in the bottle since the late '90s. <laughs> <laughs> Exp- yeah. Oh, this one actually expired in '99. Oh well. Great flavor. <laughs> Great flavor. Not bad. Definitely nostalgic. I'll give you that. It's got a flavor that brings me back, right? I If you put a blindfold on me, I could tell that this was a Kool-Aid jammer. <laughs> More banter, Josh. I need a minute. Ugh. Did you guys do this, too, throwing it away? Just I'm like doing it Just, like, stick it right in there and just, you're good. Like the top, you stick right in the mouth of it. So, what was better... What was better, the Kool-Aid jammer or the jugs? You know what I'm talking about? The barrels of... Little hugs. The jammer was better. Little hugs. Little hugs. Jammer was better. Talk about watered down was little hugs, and no disrespect, but... Oh, my God. The little hugs. All right, folks. Oh, Lord. To quote Billy Madison, why can't you just give me a snack pack? (laughs) Well, we heard you loud and clear, Billy. Here is the original chocolate... Snack pack. Bob, this is a very deep snack pack. This is the biggest snack pack cup I've ever seen. Well, they were out of the regular size, so this is the double <laughs> scoop or whatever they call it. Ooh. This is an underrated snack. Now, this is better than I remember. More chocolatey than I remember. Yeah? Yeah. Very, you like it? I love it. I want some more velvet. of it. <laughs> Josh, what do you think of this one? Velvety texture. A lot of chocolate flavor. Big fan. Slides down the gullet nicely. Mm. You guys, I love you both, but we are on different pages. I <laughs> I don't even want to finish this, to be honest with you. Chalky, thick, overrated. Love it. No. <laughs> no need for this. What a heathen. Unless this is a topping on like something, a cookie or something I'm eating, I have no use for this. I think you took another bite of that tomato sauce. <laughs> <laughs> no. He mixed it up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm going to need one of these to wash it down. <laughs> Folks, <laughs> our next item is another Kool-Aid jammer, but this one's the fruit punch flavor. I feel the gas coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a long night. Mm. Oh, now that's the authentic Kool-Aid taste. Now that wow. is much better than the grape. Underrated. Yeah, I would actually say the same. The red one, the fruit punch is very good. Wow. I'm hoping there's another snack and then a blue one. <laughs> that is all I hope for for the rest of my life. A truly <laughs> turpid prediction. <laughs> I like how in this you can almost taste. You remember when there was the powdered mix of this? You, you can almost taste the powder that was remaining in it. Powder was garbage. These were. You're right, though. So you actually almost can taste it being a slightly overmixed. Yeah, 100%. That's, <laughs> yeah. What, that's what I was getting at. Which is why it's actually underrated. This is like the real deal. This is oh. the real thing. Yeah, that real that does take me back, and that is very sweet and very good. Tim's alluded to it, folks. None of us came from money, so sometimes, <laughs> so sometimes when you sometimes in hard times or in any time, you had to sacrifice name brand 
and nothing was sacrificed more than name brand fruit snacks. So, folks, here's your nice, easy, go-to, cheap, uh, store brand smiley face fruit snack. They feel heavy. Well, Seems how do like they? You taste? got a great value on this. I can already tell. <laughs> I sure did. Mm. You know, I'll tell you. They oh, I hate it. <laughs> so bad. Oh my god. Why did well, I have to choose grape? <laughs> how do you hate this? When I bite into a gummy, I expect it to be <laughs> chewy. This, it's still, I, I I had one. I took one bite. It's stuck in my teeth. They're chalky on the outside. <laughs> They're dense. I hate it. They give you way more than any other fruit snack. Don't care. Hate it. Tim? Now, Bob, this was the fruit snack that I did grow up with. And I like it a lot. <laughs> you, you like it? I like it. Underrated? I, it's underrated. I like Agreed. it a lot. The sweetness is what makes it, Josh. You are wrong about this. <laughs> I still can't get it out of my teeth. You're not supposed to. Listen, I wasn't a rich kid like Josh. I didn't. Bullshit. <laughs> I was not a rich. Kid. I didn't. When have you were at lunch, Scooby Doo snacks. When, when you like were at lunch, did. was Josh eating the? Uh, was Josh always eating the SpongeBob or character ones and like <laughs> laughing at you as you ate these smiley faces? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just talk about how generic the smiley face is? Like, literally, the eyes aren't even round. <laughs> They're almond-shaped at best. <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, this one's a uh, tribute to my uh, my late grandfather and grandmother. Whenever I'd go to their house as a child, they'd always have a couple things on hand. Um, it was the one place where you were able to get a, a can of Pepsi, because my parents never bought it. They'd have a, a, a bucket of Werther's Originals, but my favorite were always oh, the Raisinets. Man. Oh, no. <laughs> this is actually my mom's favorite candy. And you know what? There's a reason for it, Josh. Let's see if it holds up. Let's see if you can <sighs> open this thing. It I'm was gonna... also my grandparents' place was the only place that had cable when we were younger, too. Again, the money. My Nana, yeah. And Same. we'd go there, and there was nothing better than sitting in my grandfather's recliner watching a Cartoon Network and popping open a, a bucket of these bad boys. What would you be watching on Cartoon Network? Uh, actually, as a matter of fact, Scooby-Doo. All right. I loved it. Or uh, we would watch um, Space Ghost. Okay. That's yeah. good. Um, or, of course, anything on Nickelodeon. Tim, we're not doing the snack pack anymore. Put it away. Love it. <laughs> Want Josh? Some more of it. They found a way to take the raisin, the least desirable of all the dried fruits, <laughs> and make it better. Yeah. Underrated. Yeah. Uh, Raisinets are very underrated. These have held up well. And every time I take a handful, I I think of myself as that little kid, just happy as a clam at Grandma and Grandpa's watching uh, Nickelodeon or Cartoon Network. And uh, you really can't put a value on that kind of nostalgia. Very underrated snack. Hate it. Overrated. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hate anything to do with raisins, though, so I'm a little biased. They're like 90% chocolate. Yeah. And you can still taste that raisiny crap. Oh but when you get a larger raisinette like such, I see that. Yep. I don't know. There's this. There's this excitement in that I get, and I'm like, oh yeah, here we go. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh Lord. Now, folks, Tim and I just shuddered. <laughs> this next item might get you a very. Hold on. <laughs> no, I would have eaten those. Uh, Tim, <laughs> what have you Tim, done? Can you tell people what you just did? 
I dumped those raisinets into the tomato juice because they suck. Oh, how dare you? Does that kind of piss you off a bit, Josh? You would have eaten those. <laughs> I, I would have. Anyways, this next item was a hot trade item back in the 90s if you were looking to get, uh, you know, trade up in snacks. Folks, we have got the Drake Cakes Coffee Cake, and I'm happy to see they're finally doing these individually wrapped instead of the two-pack. Why are you happy on that? Because all you need sometimes is just one. Okay. Or if you didn't want to trade both of them, maybe you could do a half, you know? Unlike Lay's potato chips. <laughs> Can't have just one. Mm. <laughs> all right. What do you think, Josh? Overrated. It's dry. I was going to say underrated moist. <laughs> Can I bite into yours? Dig it, guys. Come on now. <laughs> Always. <laughs> mm. I don't know. It's got good coffee cake flavor. Maybe I'm going to say it's fairly rated. You know, overrated, yeah. You think it's too dry? It's too dry and, um, it, yeah. What I, am I missing here? I got a, I got a nice moist... I don't know. It's not moist at all. Very chalky. As a matter of fact, that might be the, the only good thing about this snack pack is I can dip this turd in it. <laughs> get a little flavor out of it. <laughs> you know, it is getting drier oh. as I chew. Man. Really sucking the moisture out of my mouth. Making you know what? Why don't we go ahead and wash these downs with our next item? It's the blue Kool-Aid jam. Thank the Lord. Just in the nick of time. This might be the most full I've ever been on this podcast. We still got three to go, Josh. <laughs> oh, dear. oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> this is hands down the best thing I've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> I love the blue Kool Aid Jammer. And I gotta be honest, as we're just wrapping this up, we got two more things to do uh, for the taste test. Oh my test. god! I paid substantially less amount of money for all of this feast than I did for the wing episode <laughs> by like six dollars. Wow. This, I don't know why they make Kool-Aid jammers in any other flavor. It yeah. makes the grape one seem like trash. The and honestly, was even, trash. The, even the red, to be honest with you. As much as we just talked it up, I would have that blue any day, every oh, day. Oh, yeah. When I was playing hooky from school. Which we all did. Which everybody did. My mom would get these for me. Just like as a little treat, like because I wasn't feeling up to snuff. Sure. Grab me a blue Kool-Aid jammer. It's putty in her hands. <laughs> now listen, guys. So full. So we would say these are underrated? <laughs> Supremely underrated. Now, I, once... I would go fairly rated just because of how good they are, and you know they're good. <laughs> no. <laughs> now once you pop, the fun don't stop. We're going to have one last little snack here, guys, and that is the original Pringle. Still, still an item that I see kids bring into uh, school quite a bit as their snack. Um, let's see if it holds up. This oh, original of course. Come on. You would be <laughs> one of those guys. <laughs> Folks at home, Josh is doing the duck mouth with them. Classic, but way overrated move. <laughs> I rate it fair. You kind of have to do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> these, these are an underrated snack. Honestly, mm. the amount of flavor that they pack into these chips... I don't know how they do it. Love and, it. And not to be overlooked for the price is relatively low. I know it's just a uh, sleep, but also how cool is it that they come in the canister? Yeah. Stacked what other snack comes in a canister? The stack is good. Yeah. You know, and everybody actually copied them. Like Lay's, Ruffles, they all did like the little 
plastic tube tray after that. Don't mock the Pring. No, they don't mock they, the Pring. They did that originally, and you should not copy. It's one thing that often imitated but cannot be. You'll never have a knockoff Pringle that will succeed. It's all nothing with the original. Got the right amount of salt too. Mm. Mm. I don't feel like I'm getting all dried out. Tastefully salted. This is also extra nostalgic for me. Excuse my chewing. <laughs> but my Nana would always bring two cans of Pringles to every party. She was always the coolest Nana because of that. Did you like the original better? Or did you like when they went to the pizza delicious flavors? Keep it with the original. See, I almost bought the pizza ones. Uh-uh. I'm glad you didn't. All right, guys, let's take one more sip of our favorite uh, Kool-Aid jam here. We got one little dessert coming up. To Uncle John. To Uncle John. <laughs> Uncle John, indeed. <laughs> the founder of the feast. <laughs> <laughs> if he's the founder of anything, it's definitely the feast. <laughs> <laughs> the man knows a good feast. <laughs> God bless the man. Wait wait for the lobster cast. We might actually have them on. <laughs> now, don't, now, don't dig into these in one bite, because apparently there's a toy in the middle. I couldn't find... Thank the, you for the warning. I couldn't find the Nestle Wonder Ball, but I found this thing called Kinder Joy, which is essentially the same thing. It's a hollow chocolate ball with a toy in the middle. So let's see what we get here. Oh, boy, thank you. You remember the Wonder Balls? Wonder, wonder. Oh, yeah. What's in, in the toy ball? Yeah, and the toy was always a piece of crap you paid like oh, yeah. triple for. I'm so full. <laughs> is it two halves? I guess it is. That would explain why they don't put it in the. Ch- oh, Jesus. What is this? What? This isn't a Wonder Ball. <laughs> what is this? One half's the toy. Hate it. Yeah. This oh, wait. Is... is this a spoon? Hold. What? Josh, you got a spoon? What? Your Josh's toy is a plastic spoon. <laughs> well, no, just... Okay, you guys are gonna hate this. You can't. These are actually so processed. I can't get these treats out of the frosting. Yeah, Bob, you have a spoon too. Where? My... Oh, mine isn't a treat. It's something you have to build. Yeah, mine's that mine's a plastic car that you build. Ah, oh. ah, oh. and then look at this. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, it's two balls in a white chocolate <laughs> sea of ganache. It's like if you put that's one way to put it. It's like if you put two stale whoppers in like old paste from a Dunkaroos from the 1990s that's been Bob, sitting. Bob, real quick, how much does Josh's hair look like a mushroom haircut right now? Oh, so much. <laughs> Ouch. Wait, you're supposed to take this. Oh. Oh, this tastes like ass. Not a fan. <laughs> oh. There's chocolate underneath the vanilla, though. What is this? This is not a Wonder Ball. What's it called again? Kinder? Kinder Joy. There's no joy in this. Overrated. Not even overrated. Just shouldn't be rated. I what like is this? it. Is this a spider? <laughs> yeah, what'd you guys get for your toy? I think mine's a spider. <laughs> No, Josh, there's just a bug in your thing because it's so old. You can't scoop it with this utensil. That no, it's actually you. frozen in the, the <laughs> Look sauce. At this. Look at this. I'm supposed to eat this? Oh. Oh. The balls are crunchy and good, no, this though. Is, this is disgusting. Yeah, pretty gross. I'm sorry I brought you guys this. 
Wonder Ball would have been good. I enjoy the toy though. I don't. I can't even get mine. Up. This is supposed to be for kindergartners. I can't even put this thing together. I think mine is a spider too, Josh. Mine is a car that with a plastic green man that sits in the back. Yeah, it's a spider. It's terrible. Oh, this Ugh. is. Uh, you know what? Let's let's move on from this. The I after have to say so that chocolate is just like mm. getting more snack pack. I'm actually going to go back for the raviolis. Ah, chips fell in my snap pack. (laughs) (laughs) What a happy result, though. (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed the taste test, or at least parts of it. I think we can all agree that that was a disgusting end to it. I am so full. Yeah, I'm not feeling great myself. So, My my wife, Ashley, did make us a very good dinner. (laughs) And we were a pair by eating the sugary trash. (laughs) Yeah. Well, folks, let us know. What do you think? Are there things you still go out to your local Walmart and uh, pick up like I did tonight? Are there things that you you try and realize it's not what it was or it was better than it was or things like this uh, Kinder Ball or whatever it's called that shouldn't be at all? You should have gone with Fruit by the Foot. Yeah, I know. I should have. I was thinking the Gush, but didn't we do the Gush once? We did talk about the Gush. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, we're going to move into our final segment here, which is... Tim, settle down. <laughs> we're gonna uh, we're gonna check check out some tunes today, guys. So I know I mentioned Whew. the buzz ballads earlier. Right there, Josh. Folks, yeah. Josh is on a sugar high right now. Oh yeah, not not as much uh, energy as I had when we were doing the caffeine. Yeah, this is a different kind of energy, and I don't know if it's a good kind of energy. It's, a, it's like a sweat energy. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's it. <laughs> but anyhow, so listen, you know, one nice thing about the 90s as we bring it to a close, this this cast that is, is you know what I find more and more each year? You know, when I was in uh, high school and stuff, it used to be kind of, uh, pun intended, ironic <laughs> to listen to like 90s throwbacks, but... You know what? No matter where I am now, whether it's at a uh, friend's uh, you know party, whether I'm at a bar, whether I'm even just kind of walking through the halls of school at my work, I hear people listening to '90s music pretty regularly now. Um, just I think because of how good it was and how good of a uh, an era that was, and it ha- it got me thinking that you know every every generation kind of has its classic rock. I feel like, and uh, you know for us, I think inevitably it's going to be that that '90s era. Where there were so many one-hit wonders, and as different as a lot of those bands were, there was this this almost indescribable feeling it all had. This very organic feel, um, which is why things like the Buzz Ballads were so cool and so such great collections because it all just meshed together. It's something you hadn't heard before, and honestly, I hate to say it, it's something you won't hear ever again. Very true. Very specific style. A very specific style that, you know, again, people try to kind of throw it back to it, but you never will be able to. You can't recreate what the 90s had in terms of a vibe. Like, I recently, you know, Synthwave, right? It it kind of brings a lot of life and an homage to the 80s. But you can't really recreate a 90s song without it actually... I feel like there's a certain... Exactly, right? There was just that whole thing. It was the... the, Yes, the sound, but the... um, the feel of it, the uh, the image, the fact that back then you had to be good, and you know what, you could be a one hit wonder, and never be heard from again after writing the biggest song of the '90s. Think about Closing Time. Think about Tub Thumping. You never heard much more of those bands, but Thumping they have in some that of the tub. yeah, they have some of the biggest songs till still to this day. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that that was part of the mystique. You could be a one hit wonder. 
But anyways, what I want you guys to think about is if that's true, and if in a, you know decades to come, we end up talking to our kids about this genre of classic rock, give me uh, three to five bands that are going to be like Hall of Famers in the 90s rock you know, Hall of Fame here. When you think of 90s rock, <laughs> which 90s bands rock. best encompassed that style? What, like what, an what, underrated type band. Maybe underrated or maybe just rated fair. Like, who would you go to if someone's like, hey, you know, a couple of years down the road, you're old, you're talking to your your uh, your kids, either boyfriend or girlfriend, depending on whatever, and they're saying, oh, Mr. Ori, Mr. Ori, Timmy O, as it were. <laughs> Give me four bands that really encompass that 90s era you always talk about. You know, what do you got? So... When I think of uh, quintessential 90s bands, um, I do think of uh, ones that I consider to be underrated for very specific reasons. Um, first of all, I got to bring up Green Day. Okay. So Green Day, because of the fact that Billy Joe Armstrong walks a lonely Carr, road, does walk a lonely road, yes. <laughs> But he is one of the best songwriters in history. Wow. That's a bold claim. Yes. Well, it may, is. Okay, explain. Apparently, he has the time to listen to him whine. <laughs> <laughs> Good <Josh>. one, Josh. <laughs> nice. But, uh, Do you listen to him when you're having trouble trying to sleep? <laughs> listen. <laughs> the man knows how to relate to his audience. Um, he, he has a lot of feeling in each and every song that he does, it seems. Uh, and it's just the, the emotion that he puts into his voice. I feel like that really, uh, a truly definitive sound. Yeah. And, uh, he described it once as, I believe an American imitating a British who's imitating an American person. (laughs) Which uh, I thought weird, is but very fitting. Actually. Hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, underrated songwriter. Well, and they they took like a they took the notion of punk and made it something that was accessible to soccer moms and your average American. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean like they brought punk to a pop. They made they're one of the bands that's responsible for turning pop punk to a popular genre. Yeah, I punk, agree. They w- I think they were one of the first punk rock. Right? Is that? Well, uh, they weren't. No, no. They they were one of the first popular punk rock bands okay. on radio for sure, for sure. Well, but uh, in that American pop idiot, punk genre, sure. It's like I I I can't tell you how many times back in the '90s or like the late '90s, I would say, sure, where that song was just on the radio and everyone knew it. Well, and the thing about right. that album and a lot of Green Day albums, you pick up any album, you know, now and you look at it, and and all of those. Um, albums, even in the '90s, where things could easily be disposed of as one-hit wonders, any of those albums had anywhere from you know two to five or more hits on it. You know, most of American sure. Idiot was on the radio. Yep. Most of their early, uh, not early, but most of their '90s albums were on the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. in some capacity, that's that's telling. That's telling. Well, Agreed. that brings me to my next one. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah, you gotta have you get you can't do it without those Chili Peppers. Gotta have them in there, and it's all about that bass. It really is. They do not sing that song, Tim. I am aware that they do not no sing trouble. that song. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, every every song does. I will say have a very similar style and sound, kind of <laughs> similar, but. Very talented group. And what a unique sound. What a way to blend so many genres. And and again, you know, those guys wrote some really cool, fun, you know, raps and stuff for their verses, but they 
could write a, a chorus and a hit like no other. I mean, when you yeah. hear a Red Hot Chili Peppers song, you're just like, all right. They get real into it, you know? Yeah. And uh, the last one I'm going to bring up <laughs> he laughs. is Britney Spears. Oh, oh, baby, baby. 90s pop. And Ugh. she basically branded 90s pop. You have to give her. You have to give her her dues you do. for what she did. <laughs> what she did for the the music industry. I don't know what she did for the music industry other than start to its downfall. But no, 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 no. Josh Wayne, please. No, 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 no. I'm just gonna say, you know, she was a pop icon for the '90s. For you know, obviously, I I think about my sister, right, who was born in '95, and towards the later part of the '90s. Britney Spears was her first uh, CD, right? So if we yeah. were going back and she was on the cast, that's what she would have mentioned. But like, that's iconic for her. Yeah. And, I, and I, I tried to think of it like, yeah, you know, that probably wasn't my cup of tea. But like for so many people, Britney Spears just mm. defines the 90s in terms of the, the music genre. Well, and it, ca- it capped all the 90s rock, which was uh, maybe why I'm a little biased. But it did it in a way that, you know, I guess it did have its place. I don't like what spawned after that kind of music, so maybe that's Christina part of it, too. Aguilera. I will even give Aguilera a pass in, in Pink, but it was after that when all the stuff started going really, really far out of uh, left field. Wait, who was in No Doubt? Was that Christina No, Aguilera? that was Gwen Stefani. Oh, okay, right. Very different story. Great great musician, great singer. Um, mm. Britney, I don't know how much was authentic, how much was just great production. It's Britney. <laughs> now, Settle Josh. down, Josh. I'll I'll leave with those th- those three. I think. I think a pretty solid pick. Uh, I think there's a place for Britney. I yeah, I, I think you got some good picks there. You it's definitely hit a home run with Britney. the RHCP for sure. Uh, Chili Peppers are definitely going to be in a hall. Of Fame. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> yeah. Save Britney. <laughs> that should be the, yeah. Well, the for many now. years now, yeah. Josh, what do you got? You got three to five picks here. As many as you right. like here. What do you got? So I, I think at the top of my list right here is the Counting Crows. Um, yeah. A little Mr. Jones action. And there, there's obviously so many other songs by the Counting Crows, but I don't think there's a playlist out there uh, that has top 90 songs and has left out a Counting Crows song sure, on there. Sure, sure. Um, you know, Bob, when you mentioned Buzz... Uh, what was it? The Buzz Ballads. The Buzz Ballads. Thank you. I love it. I remember watching those uh, infomercials. And, you, re- and you remember them, right? You just they- remember Adam Duritz. Like, yeah, you remember yeah. the Mr. Jones videos, one of the first ones they played. And it's like you only get like maybe three to five seconds of a song. Yeah. But I remember there were at least two to three, you know, it's been a long December. <laughs> and Followed shortly by <laughs> Runaway Train, Never Come Back. Great song. I, I very just, good. You know, I listen back to that, the, that type of music very fondly, so I'm a big fan. Uh, Third Eye Blind is my second one. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I have such fond memories of Third Eye Blind. Well, and just and, so many hits in such uh, a short oh, period. Yeah. In a, in a, in a genre riddled with one-hit wonders, their debut album had, I think, half the album at least were uh, were singles. And overcoming such a disability with their third eye being blind. Oh. <laughs> for, for folks, the first cast where Josh's pun made me laugh and Tim made me want to drown myself in the remaining liquids of this Kool-Aid that sits on the table here. That's not Kool-Aid there, Bob. Oh, God. And then... The last one I gotta say, it was a it's a one hit wonder, but it deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Tim, I know you'll agree with this. 
Uh-huh. We gotta we gotta introduce Blind Melon with No Rain. Well, yeah, sure. Well, and Blind Melon had some good songs that were not hits at all. Um, uh, but sure. no, you're right. That's that might that is if we were doing a top five '90s hits, uh, that would be very highly ranked. I don't think you can have the '90s without that song. And maybe that's a little biased on my end, but and another band really <laughs> coming from their disability <laughs> from a uh, Tim. <laughs> 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 From a good standpoint. Bob, getting very heated. <laughs> Tim, would you shut up? The melons were blind, Bob. They were blind. <laughs> it was a singular melon, Tim. <laughs> well, it, that one was blind. Okay. I guess the last thing I'd say was uh, <laughs> Oasis, which Tim can't make a pun about. But when you're talking about Wonderwall and uh, Champagne Supernova... I just think yeah. those are those are some really iconic '90s songs that I think are so popular to this day and yeah. uh, have stood the test of time. So they have to be in the '90s Hall of Fame. It's also me and Bob's theme song, "Champagne Supernova." We do love the Nove. Big fan. All right, Bob, what do you got? Now this was hard for me. I, I'm a big '90s music fan, and I want to start off by saying there are two songs that I think um, ideally capture the '90s. If you were to just have a quick vision of yourself with a with a sweatshirt tied around your waist, maybe a bowl <laughs> cut, walking down a hall with uh, some gack in your hand and faster whatever. Faster than a cannonball? Yeah, faster than a cannonball. But there's two songs that I feel like are just in time, constantly playing when I hear the, the, the words, the 90s being said. And one of those songs is Linger by the Cranberries. I just feel like that is one of the most Such like all all encompassing '90s songs, and the other is the song um, "Found Out About You" by the Gin Blossoms. Ooh. Uh, those two are the most iconic. But I'm gonna go into my bands now, and leading off with that, the first band I think that is underrated in the '90s to this day that still plays is the Gin Blossoms. Great pick. Great band, and I feel like they really defined. I'll make the statement that no band better encompasses the 90s rock feel than the Gin Blossoms. Um, Again, so many hits, you know, Found Out About You, Hey Jealousy, Follow You Down, Allison Road. I mean, uh, Till I Hear It From You. These are all great songs. And and that's not even just the, that's not even talking about the songs on their albums that weren't played Mm. on the radio. Great songs to drink a beer to, you know, these days. And Back then, I just remember when my mom would, uh, you know, drive us around on the weekends. You'd always hear those songs on the radio, and it's just like, ah, oh, this is cool, you know. Like, I believe they were uh, a couple songs for theirs on our '90s Power Hour that we did. Oh, many, many, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't have a Power Hour of the '90s without the Jim Blossoms. Gotta have them. Um, you picked a couple, Josh. I would definitely have Counting Crows on mine, but because you, you already brought them up, I'm gonna say the Goo Goo Dolls. Oh, oh that yeah. was one that I was gonna. I was thinking about picking. The Goo Goo Dolls had a lot of longevity in the '90s, from early '90s with a uh, name, great song. You know, and um, I mean, how big of a hit was Iris or Slide oh. um, or Black Balloon? You know, uh, another so band that had a really unique sound and just kind of really define that genre. Where like, who can listen to the Goo Goo Dolls and not be like, all right? Oh yeah. If 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 there's somebody out there who doesn't like the Goo Goo Dolls, like, what's wrong with them? They're just so easy to listen to. Yeah. You know? You know? And then I guess my third one, I was going to go with five, but let's keep it at three. I think that's good. Um, you know, I have a hard time not saying the cranberries, especially after that, <laughs> that, uh, that you know, what I said before about the Langer being like one of the most encompassing 90s songs. But the thing with the cranberries, and I love them, I love them very much, 
is just that they had a lot of they had like two or three really great um, hits that were were popular. The albums were great, but somebody who I think encompasses the female um, feel of a vocalist in the '90s that had many many hits that cannot cannot be left out of a '90s I already conversation. Took Spears, I already took no, her. this this woman would knock out the Spears, <laughs> and that's the Alanis Morissette. Ooh, you great. how do you talk about the '90s music without talking about Alanis Morissette? <laughs> she's like Rain on her wedding day. Yeah, she is. Uh, no, she's better than that. <laughs> she's a free ride when you've already paid. Yes, oh, Josh, no. she is. Come now on. settle down. <laughs> Come on, mine were better than that. <laughs> oh, he's not trying. You were trying. <laughs> it figures. <laughs> you live, you learn. And this is what I've learned. We got to end it soon. All right, Mr. Play It Safe. <laughs> oh, smoked him. <laughs> He's lost it. He's truly turpid. Pack your suitcase and kiss your kids goodbye. Okay, guy. folks, for the next three minutes, Josh is just going to recite the lyrics to Ironic by Alanis Morissette. Go ahead, Josh. We don't have the rights to this. Get us kicked off Spotify, why don't you? <laughs> Wouldn't that be ironic? <laughs> that don't would be very. <laughs> what a silly, silly ass. I hate this. I actually kind of like it. <laughs> Uh, oh, I think uh, we're digressing yeah. at this point. <laughs> no, let's wrap this. Thanks, if, Josh. If I knew that bringing up Alanis Morissette would do this, I would have done it earlier in the cast. <laughs> I would have done it quicker. <sighs> well, folks, I don't know about you, but I know all of us have very full stomachs and a, probably a sugar crash about 10 minutes ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't know about you, but I got some ravioli to finish up here as well. Do not eat the rest of that, Bob. But we, we hope you enjoyed your uh, your flashback to the 90s with us, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you if you'd like to weigh in at all. You know, throw on your Buzz Ballads uh, album, or, you know, we all got Spotify now. Find it on there. Crack yourself open a nice cold Kool-Aid jammer, and uh, have yourselves a great night. Please. <laughs> It's a good advice. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just oh, can't come on. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks oh. again for listening to another episode of the Overrated, <laughs> Underrated, Rated Fairly Podcast. <laughs> Have yourselves a good night. Overrated, underrated, rated fairly. Oh, so 